So maybe you're like that too, as a wife that you're like, okay, I feel like ever seriously, we have to eat every night. Like that's how I feel like sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you're hungry again. Good morning. Good morning, everyone, or good night, whenever you're listening to this. Happy lunchtime. Right. Hey, welcome back for an all new episode of the Wife Like Me podcast. I'm Amanda Davison, and you know that we have Kelly Brinkman with us every week this year in 2022. We're so pumped to have her. And we were just chatting about something super important because, as moms of like school age children, This is Teacher Appreciation Week. So you're going to listen to this later on, but just like pocket this for next year. I I do not know Kelly's answer, but um, I just asked and then I said, hold on, let's push record because I want want us all to hear. What do you do for Teacher Appreciation Week? Oh, right. It's um, Teacher Appreciation Week across the land, right? (laughs) And I mean, the the PTA, PTC, I can never get it right. Okay. PTC. The parent teacher committee. Committee. Yeah. Okay. I grew up with PTA, so it's ingrained deep right. back in there. And but I think it's PTC where we live now. Anyway, so they were doing like something every day. And you know, of course, Monday they brought in cookies and we had a sick kid. So I bought cookies <laughs> as a gift. And mm-hmm. so the teachers all had that. But I redo the artwork in their restrooms. So I know it's kind of funny, but they have like um, a committee in the building that does like fun quotes and that. Well, then we change it out seasonally. And so I work with a couple ladies on that. But, you know, I just go in and tack up things and um, just to refresh it. And so we kind of did like a spa feel on their main restroom. And then this morning I was in. Um, just to do the other restroom. Cause there's a couple of restrooms throughout the building mm-hmm. and we do the guy's restroom too. And so that's I know it's kind of weird, but that's what I do. <laughs> teacher appreciation. Week, so. Just the teacher's restrooms. Right. Oh, that's cool. Teachers and staff. So my kids, it's also something that my kids can get involved with, which I think is really important, you know, to like teach by doing rather than just saying, And so we find little quotes in that and just print them out on cardstock and then they color them or cut them out cute or whatever. And then we kind of were the renegade artists, you know, just like run in, put some stuff up and leave and nobody really knows it's us. So so funny. Well, we don't do anything cool like that. We usually just like get a coffee card, like a gift card, you know, like that's it. We don't do, but you know, if I was a teacher, that's what I would want, you know, coffee, right? coffee. Right. So, or a massage or both, whatever. Right. So, but not at the same time. That would be dangerous. That would be, you know, you, you don't want to pee during your massage. Or get spilled on hot coffee. You don't have yeah. to sit up. No, you don't want to move at all. No, weird. Right. Anyway, hey, right. hey, welcome, <laughs> everyone. I'm really excited about today's episode because this is like, it. this applies to all of us, all of right. us. And so, uh, we're talking about how to find balance as a working mom. Mm-hmm. So, whew, it's just like we just even that, just saying that, it's like every, everybody craves it. And so obviously, all of us, that looks different for each of us. And there's been periods of my life, um, Kelly, I'd like for you to share too. Like for me, I worked full time outside of the house for the first 
Oh man. I mean, it was just until like four years ago where I was at home working. And so, um, you know, this whole entire time of having kids, it's almost been me working out full time outside of our house. And to find balance in that is like, can someone just, you know, give us the formula, please, you know, (laughs) kind of thing. Um, And then when you work at home, it does change things. And I'm sure a lot of people listening, you know, maybe you were working outside of the house full time, but now you're working full time um, for a company potentially inside your house. So it it does change Mm -hmm. the dynamic. Um, I was just talking with um, two of our good friends, and they're both still working at home down in Minneapolis. And um, you know, they're like, we don't want it to change. Like we don't, we hope it doesn't go back because we're working full time, but we're both at home, which, you know, we can throw laundry and we can, we can chat over lunch to get, like it does change things. So finding balance looks different for all of us. Um, in different seasons, what, what have you like had to find or what have your seasons looked like as a, as a mom, Kelly in working? Well, And one of them ties into the very first thing she said, which is give yourself grace. And that is recognizing that we all have different seasons. For me, I'm very much like I want to see it, understand it, see it modeled, it being like life, whether that be a wife or a mom or, you know, a worker at a at a company or something. I want to see it in order to understand how to do it. But what I figured out is that the seeing really has to start with my relationship with the Lord and knowing exactly what he has me to do in this season. Now I can take the bait for sure. When people say, Oh, you should do this and you should do that. In fact, I just wrapped up one of those, (laughs) right? I took the bait. And so for me, it's that giving grace and understanding that this can be right now and it doesn't have to be always. And that helps me kind of have endurance or patience during that and to know that that is likely to change soon. Mm. And then if it's not, you know, like to to be able to have grace in that too and like, Lord, help me in yeah. this, find the balance that's healthy for yeah. me and for my marriage and for my family. Because yeah. I think a lot of people are in situations where they feel like it's not gonna, and it might not, like that might be some of your realities, right? It's like this oh, sure. hard, um, this hard, hard season. I, uh, my cousin's down in Texas and th- they had a, on an unexpected health um, situation with her husband. Her husband had to, he's not able, he'll never be able to work again. And so here now she has jumped up into this super high role in her uh, company and she right. is. I mean, so crazy busy, so working so much and, and having to travel now and they have to do it because they have to pay the bills. Right. And, um, and so for her, I think like, and for many, again, listening potentially it's, it might be a situation where you're like, yeah, this isn't going to change probably. So how do I find and create balance in this season I'm in? Um, cause it might not, you know, we don't know. We don't know. Right. Always. Right. Um, yeah. And so I love, you know, we're, we're basing today's episode on this podcast and, or excuse me, woo, I need more coffee. We're, we're basing it on a blog post written by Sarah Geringer. She's phenomenal. And you can just find her over at sarahgeringer.com and we'll link this blog and her in the show notes as we always do to each of our, the blog posts we're talking about and the writers. 
Um, but the first, again, point that Kelly just shared was to give yourself grace. The second way to find balance is, um, Sarah says to start your day with the Lord, right? Um, I am going to be honest and tell you, I do not love that comment. <laughs> Whenever I hear that, I, 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 um, I do and I don't because I do remember being in a season with Littles where I was barely, like my husband farms, so he's gone. I mean, there's literally spring, like months at a time, right? He's just, right. he cannot help at all. And I remember um, being uh, like our oldest, like six, and then our middle was three. And then we had like a one-year-old or closer under one. And I remember hearing that and I wanted to cry because I was like, I don't even sleep. And you're telling me to get up earlier before the babies before. <laughs> and I was like, I'd like laugh. And I, you know, I'm sensitive to the amount of sleep I get. I get sick really easy. I have an autoimmune. So I'm like, are you for real? Like, are you telling me that's the way that I'm supposed to like do this Christian thing or find balance or whatever? And so if you're able to do that, yes. Um, we do. But, oh, go ahead. Yeah. P.S. You were assuming that people said get up earlier. Now it does say scripturally, you know, she got up early. I mean, the Proverbs 31 wife bless, right? right. But she got up early to do this thing. But for you, early could be whenever your babes woke up. And that can honestly look like laying in your bed praying. And when you get up and start some morning routines. So for me, that start your days with God looks different because I want my kids to physically see that I'm in God's word. Like I may not live it out super well, but I'm trying. And that every day that I sit with my Bible, it sits at the like kind of the night before I get out vitamins and I get marker, I get the coffee maker prepped. And then I set out my Bible so that it's right there. Mm -hmm. And then at least that gives me every advantage to sit down in front of it. Now I may literally kind of glance at it during breakfast with them, but at least it's there. And then further on when she's like, pray in your morning commute, meditate on your lunch. Well, when I come back to it, for lunch, it's right there so that I review it. And then I leave it out through dinner. So I review it again, because there's times when you can go more in depth and there's times when you can't. So I think it's just absolutely whatever season you're in. I understand that early kid season. I mean, we had three kids under the age of two. I don't even know. Thank God for pictures is all I have to say, because we really don't right. remember a lot. Right. So whatever that looks like for you, but there's ways to just Fold it into your morning routine, you know? Yeah, I think what I'm like referring to when I see that is we often say, or we might tell people or hear for ourselves, like, just get up earlier, like set your alarm clock earlier. Yeah. before, you. And that's the type of thing where it's like, Ooh, we need to be careful. I think we can be careful about like having it look a certain way. And so, yes, right. like I, again, like, this season where I, that was just literally impossible. Like I'm a single mom. I've got a baby. I, I've, the baby's in bed with me. I've been up and like, I'm right. just trying to get any minute of sleep I can. And then you get up and they need you and there's bottles and you got to get them to school and you got to get them their shoes and blah, 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 blah. Then it's like, okay, but then, then when am I for my own heart, soul health going to, like you say, fold that in to that yeah. morning, to that, to prioritize that. And so again, yeah, like when we'd get in the car, we'd be able to breathe and pray and, and listen to scripture, yeah. right? Or whatever that looks like. So yeah, be creative. 
And, you know, you think through those moments. Um, now, typically, because all of our kids are in school, that, that looks like when I'm home. When I get back, when I get them off, I'm, I'm focused on, you know, doing those things. Yep, we're, we're praying on the way to school together. But then when I get home, then, then that's my time. And I'm not on my phone. I think that's the biggest thing too. I think like what this also could be, what Sarah says is like, start your day with the Lord. <laughs> Slash, don't be on your phone. Like literally, I think yep. for so many of us, that is what steals our intentionality. We're just mindless on our phone. So then we're not intentional. And so this is just a challenge for maybe whoever. Um, just don't be on your phone. Like don't be on it. Um, put it away. And or silence it. Now the cool thing with iPhones is you can silence them like on a schedule. I don't know about other phones, but it's really nice. So you can you know, silence everything from such and such a time to such and such a time. And it is beauteous. So I, right. anyway, yeah. no farm. I, I had a friend teach me how to do, do not disturb. Cause I would text her sometimes and it comes back as do not disturb. I'm like, how do I? So she taught me the faster way. Like I knew how to do it the slow way, but so you're talking about starting your days with God and then praying on the morning commute. So here's one of the things that I do. Number six, 24 through 26. Um, I pray this over our kids often right now as we go to school. And for me, like I look in the Old Testament, there are stories of markers that were left or physical landmarks, or they, you know, piled some rocks there to remember what the Lord did. So I take that same principle and try to fold it into our lives. So when I hit the front of the driveway of the school, is my time I go, okay, now is the time to pray this. And so I pray it aloud uh, because if you don't, then they don't know what you're doing and we're supposed to be teaching every day. Uh, so the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. So I pray that blessing over them a lot in this season. It kind of changes different seasons, but then it gives me something concrete to pray or sometimes we have cursive writing that we do at home and I just make the cursive writing a scripture so that they're kind of doing both at the same time. But even putting that as a note card in my car until I have that memorized helped me to be able to capture that time. And I think that's what it is. It's using your time intentionally. And we're not talking like total life transformation here, like change every part of your life. Right. You we are talking channel. about <laughs> we are talking about life transformation in aligning more with the Lord. And so what that can look like is fold in one habit, yes. one habit and kind of get that rolling. And then as your heart, if it's still aching for more, then fold in another. So yeah. for me, coffee is like a reward and it's kind of like a morning thing. I don't even drink a whole cup sometimes, but I make it, I sit at the table, and that's where my Bible is. So I'm likely to start there. Yeah. And then come back to it. I think it's making it routine. And even if there's chaos going around, like we have a Bible and breakfast time. We've not been super successful with it through the years, like every single day, but we do it more often than not. And then our kids get a reward. So we have like a, I read the book, The Cranky Mom Fix by Becky Kapitsky, right? And she talks about hash marks for behavior. Well, then we also give stars for positive behavior. So when they do Bibles and breakfast and they get stars, 
And after a certain amount of stars, I take them lunch at school. It happens to be today. <laughs> yeah. That's so it awesome. can be those things where you even kind of help your kids make it a part of the routine. Cause if you don't, then like you're battling crazy. <laughs> so make yeah. them a part of it. Yeah. And see, you're so cool with that. And I love you for doing those. Like <laughs> I'm such a scatter, like, Oh, but like, I, I don't know. I just feel like, I'd be like, what did we say we were going to do? Like my oldest daughter is more like organized than I am. Literally. It's true. It's fine. But anyway, um, so like that might resonate with some of you and like give you cues to be like, Oh man, that's really a great system I can use when we're on our way to school. We literally, I'm just like, what do you guys want to like, what's hard today? What do you want to pray for? Who should we pray for? Like, what are you thinking about? What do you have? Just very like, I, Cause I, that's whatever. And sometimes I'll just be like, Hey buddy, like to my son or whatever. Like if my daughter shares something that's hard, I'll be like, Hey buddy, do you want to pray for, for sister? Yep. You know, or whatever. And, um, so we're casual about it and I love just what right. you hold it in, um, make it routine so that you don't forget so that it becomes like, what, what is the whole point of what we're doing? It is yes for, to find balance for ourselves. But honestly, so much of this is really like, I believe finding like some sort of balance or harmony comes really when we're walking in what we truly want to be doing too. Like, right. I don't want to be busy. I want to be, or, or distracted. I want to be intentional with the moments I do have like little changes like that. You know, right. I just, it's like, this is what we crave. So only we can create that. And, um, and then like, that's just becomes what we do. And then we find when we feel more at peace with that, because we are being intentional with what we do have. I love that. Right. It's absolutely that. And I, I learned from you, girl, that's, that's great to say what's hard um, and ask your kids that and pray with them. I, there's moments too, where I'm a mom and I have a lot going on in my mind. So my kids remember things differently than I do too. And so we have a family prayer board because I thought of it in one moment, like I need to go do that. And I literally drove to the store and was like, I'm getting a chalkboard today. And I put a chalkboard at their height in the kitchen. And I said, Hey guys, this is our prayer board. And so if you have people to pray for or situations to pray for, write it on here and I have chalk nearby. So then it empowers them slash reminds me as well. And it sits like I can touch it while I'm at the table. So sometimes we will put our hand on it and say, Lord, and we pray for all these needs represented here. So I'm not saying that any one of us remembers all these things. We have pockets of time. And so then you fold that in. For me, it's those prayer spots, even on our way to church. I know at the bottom of this certain hill, we begin to pray, Lord, open our eyes, our ears, our hearts to see those that need to sense your presence today, whatever that is for you. But then we kind of shut off the radio and praise a family in the car to teach them that. We just, you know, little little markers. And those didn't happen all in one day. Those yeah. happened over the course of a couple of years, you know. Yeah. yeah. I love Sarah's next tip. And it is to meditate over your lunch break. I, mm-hmm. I, here's what I want to like challenge you all. And I say this in the Wife Like Me Collective very frequently, probably every time we're on is 
it's not so much that there's a formula to like when or how we create or meditate on scripture, read scripture, um, you know, um, be praying. Like it's not, it's not a formula, but it is again, just going back to what we just said, it's, it is being intentional about the time of the pockets of time you do have. Um, and it, it requires us to change up what we're, what we've currently been doing. So like when throughout your day, like I, I know a, a pediatrician who follows a wife like me and, and she has changed her 15 minute, she has a 15 minute morning break, 15 minute afternoon break. And then her lunchtime, she used to just scroll on her phone. And now she is in God's word in the morning. And then over lunch, she's listening to one of our podcasts or diving into one of the teachings in the Wife Like Me Collective. And then in the afternoon, she's praying over things. So it's like, it has changed from mindless scrolling or social media stuff to then these intentionalities, which has completely done so much for her soul. Right. And so, um, you know, utilizing this, the time pockets you have is so huge. Um, and again, the commutes for some of you, you have longer commutes, maybe some is with the kids. How can you utilize that time with them for your soul? Then maybe when you, when you're not with them, how can you utilize that time? With, instead of doing what you've been doing, right? That's right. not maybe helping you find soul rest and harmony um, right. as well. And, yeah, And it does start with that, hey, why do I feel unsettled? And why do I feel kind of distressed or not calm or always anxious? And mm-hmm. to slow down kind of goes with what she's saying to recharge and, and chill. But to really ask yourself those deep questions and then ask the Lord how he would have you fill those needs that you have. For me, um, when I was breastfeeding twins, okay, I had the book, Jesus Calling, somebody had given it to me at that time, and I tucked it into that uh, breast pump bag. And so for, I don't even know, 10 minutes, I would do that. Because otherwise, you just kind of sit there and space out. So. I would do that to capture that time. And when I'm in the car, um, I listen to different things when my kids are not in the car. So when I'm driving around or in between different schools or wherever it is, maybe your your commutes are short throughout the day, I listen to a station that has a lot of sermons on it so that I am fed by God's word. Sometimes too, I'll use one of the apps and I will listen to the entire book of Romans Um, so that it's read aloud. So that's what I'm doing, even when I'm getting ready in the morning. So it really is about capturing those small times, not 10 of them. We're talking one, one change. That's the wife's step at the end of of our time together today. So it's being realistic in that. Yeah. I also want to, you know, encourage everyone. Uh, I just read The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. Mm-hmm. And I encourage that. I'm going to write that down. Make sure we uh, include these books and and you know that we've referenced in the show notes as well. But it, I think, I just, I'm just going to throw this out there because I do believe this. I think that for those work, those of us mamas or women working outside of the house, full time, part time doesn't matter. Like if you are working at an outside job. Um, or inside, but specifically more so even you have to get up and get out somewhere. You're not physically in your home. You're not able to throw in a lot of laundry over lunch or whatever. Um, it's even more critical that you 
are intentional about your time outside of your working hours. So what I see often are women who, and I've been there myself, where we're working full-time outside of the house. And then we have all these other commitments, you know, which are not bad things. They're good things. They're feeding into, I don't know, the church's potluck thing every week or the weekly thing or the blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Like we're, we're on this committee and that committee. And what we, what we soon find, right, is that we are so out of balance, wouldn't you know? And then we come home and we're busy because we're trying to catch up with all the things. So I just want to encourage anyone who, you know, if you are, if your soul feels rushed, um, read the book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And um, it will be so convicting and challenging in the best way possible. And now I find myself craving, like, I don't think I was busy before, but my mind was busy. So I wasn't like physically going places, but my mind was so busy with all the things. And I find myself just um, in, a, in a different, like, oh, I don't even know what the word is. Um, just in a different, my soul is running at a different speed and it feels mm. so refreshing. And I just want that for everyone. So if you are feeling like, oh, I have so much, read the book. <laughs> we should try to have John Mark Comer on and interview him too. Cause it's, Oh, you can find, there's a quadrillion podcast interviews on with him on his book too. You can find, but just so good. And, um, yeah, just so essential for us who are so busy. We have outside commitments of work of whatever, like even more important that you are really intentional about the time you have. So, and I think too, sometimes I've been in those seasons and I have to really say, why, why am I trying to do this and this and this and this? And sometimes if I'm really gut level honest and can always go, can try to go back and ask the Lord to help me to identify those reasons. A lot of times it's because I'm trying to be enough Mm. for someone else. I'm trying to prove that I'm a good enough mom that I can, you know, make the cookies and sew the dress and do the things or be enough for someone else who's maybe on that committee or in that group. So some of those things really um, are the core of that. And if we address that as wives, that's going to help in so many other areas and help us to not take the bait for those things in the future. So you're the professional counselor here. I mean, how do we do that? Oh my land. (laughs) Well, that should be our next podcast episode. (laughs) Parts two, three, and four, right. I'm thinking of right off the top of my head. We've talked about this a lot in the uh, collective, the UFM collective, which is, well, essentially so much based off of Lisa Turker's books, The Best Yes. I learned a lot from that, but also through a lot of personal and then counseling stuff too. So we, we actually should maybe just talk about that. How do we make our yeah. best? Yes. Oh, anyway, um, stay tuned. Um, I do love Sarah's, uh, she has another point of a tip to find balances, to cook in batches, to simplify weekday meals. Here's what I want to add to that. Okay, I'm going to back it up actually a step. I'm not adding, I'm backing it up. If you are not practi- currently practicing Sabbath, like working or not must, it's a must, like not because we have to, it's because we get to experience that beauty and that rest. Sabbath is a spiritual practice of setting aside 
setting aside time, laying down what we typically do and relying solely on the Lord and trusting him with that. And so for our farm, this is like the biggest example that I can, because it's in the Bible too, but we, we do not work one day of the week. Our guys don't, nobody does on our farm. Very kind of taboo up here, actually, because it's like when the fields are ready, you got to go. You got to go. You can, what, what are you doing? You're going to lose money. You could Your farm could go under if you don't get the crop off or if you don't get the seed in or whatever. But that is one way where we set aside time and we say, no, we're going we're gonna to honor the Lord by trusting in Him and pausing on what our normal activities are. So when I see Sarah um, yeah. saying, cook in batches to simplify weekday meals, I had to learn as a younger mom, how do I experience rest and how do I unplug and have that soul rest the day that looks different than all other days? It means that I have to plan for it. It means that on Saturday, I'm going to double my, you know, weekend meal or or I'm going to double the lasagna instead of just making one because Sunday I'm not cooking. I'm, it's one thing that I don't, you know, whatever, like whatever that is for you, or maybe it's that you do cook and that you turn on worship music and because other, every other day you don't get to, whatever that looks like for you, mm-hmm. plan for it, right? Um, Sundays, we're not going to do laundry. And so Saturdays, we're going to batch meals or whatever, like thinking ahead about how can one day a week, whether it's Saturday, Sunday, whatever we, whatever day, how will that day look different than all others? Um, right. And so I think that's a huge reason why we're not finding that peace in our souls and that harmony within like our, our working lives is because we aren't honoring that routine, that biblical routine that he laid, that the Lord laid out for us to live in. And then we thrive in that place. No wonder, because we're actually resting right. um, and unplugging from normal routine. And so anyway, I just, I saw that and I had to add that in there too. Right. I think that was kind of the um, exclamation point at the end of all this, because that was number 10. But she goes back and says, one of the ways you can do that, and you alluded to that, was to cook in batches so that you're planning ahead a bit. And I kind of always try to do, like when things feel really crazy, I try to do one thing for today and one thing for myself tomorrow. So that if things feel like, oh my goodness, I'm just never getting a break or it's so busy. I try to think ahead. And one of the ways I do that is to batch cook or, you know, do a whole crock pot of chicken and we eat off of that for three days or something. I can't really handle a stringent routine. I think that you're the same way, but I can handle taco Tuesdays and pizza Fridays. Mm-hmm. And then like the rest is kind of like a choose your own adventure, you know, yeah. whatever's in the fridge, whatever you get. So maybe you're like that too, as a wife that you're like, okay, I feel like ever seriously, we have to eat every night. Like that's how I feel like sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you're hungry again. Right. So it can be maybe even fold in one night, two nights or something, or maybe you're a huge breakfast for dinner person. And that's what you do every Sunday. But that's something that we've talked about. It, even in the article that I submitted to you was it, develop at least one routine. Um, Web, and that kind of can become like a hallmark for your family too. That if you do breakfast for dinner on Sunday nights, it's just what you do. And before you know it, that's kind of a tradition that you have. Simple. Yeah, it's simple. right. And it makes it easy so that you can focus on the relationship instead. Yes. Which is yeah. her next 
point. Spend, you know, right. Just here's I okay. So you know, you, some of us have like twenty thousand kids running around. So spend intentional time, quality time with each child. That looks different, right? And so my or for everybody this morning, our youngest Ivy, she's six. She came down early and was just being goofy. And um, so I said, "Come here, honey," and I just. I just like embraced her for a moment, just her and like, just spoken to her, you know, for a, a hot minute. And like, even just that, just that, just like intentional. I think so often we can be like, so distracted on our phones that we're not even doing that, like speaking something into them in looking in their eyes, showing them love and affirming them and whatever, like, just, it's just that it doesn't have to be like, well, go away for a week with each child, you know, no, like you just, just right. be intentional. It's all about being intent. All of this, finding harmony balance is all about intentionality. I don't care yeah. what your life looks like. It's all about that. And we all can find ways and be creative with the time we have. It might not look how we want it to look, but we can find that we can get creative with the time that we do have. Yeah. I have a friend who has five kids and another on the way. And she, I mean, I always learn from other women and moms. So if you're kind of in a dry spell, like go hang out uh, where the other moms are right now, you know, skate rink, uh, soccer field, uh, playground, wherever. But she tells me she looks her child in the eye every day and tries to spend 10 minutes with them direct attention. And I think that's so wise. And for me, it's also a goal mm. and kind of a, when I've done that, then I go to bed feeling at rest and like I've connected and at peace. And I know that it means a lot to them too. So that is a really, really important what you do, Amanda. Well, I think what's so cool about what you just said is it reminds me that in order for us to do the things our souls actually crave and that we'll create a sense of harmony or balance in our lives, it, it, requ it requires us to actually potentially not do other things. So it right. might mean that the dishes aren't getting done. It actually right. might mean that. And that's okay. Right. And they will at some point get done. And at some point, those kids will get old enough that they'll be able to do them. You know, like, it's okay. And so right. we have to be willing to release some things in yes. order for us to actually then step into, ten, I mean, 10, 10 minutes a day with, with five kids, that's a whole, that's like, that's almost an hour. Like, so that's phenomenal. And that means that other things aren't getting done. And that is okay. Um, because at the end of the day, like you say, when we lay down, that's what our souls want. And we feel, when we feel or think I'm not being a good enough X, Y, Z, well, that's probably line number one, but also like, man, am I spending my time and am I thinking that some things are super important when they're actually not? And if right. I actually laid that down and said, whatever, I don't care. I'm going to maybe get it to, to, to it tomorrow. Um, I wonder how I'd feel when I laid down, you know? Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I just, I, I thought of that because it's like, we have to be willing to release some things. Absolutely. And some of that comes down to comparing that if I... I can release some things when I'm centered on my relationship with the Lord. It's very hard for me to do that if I have my eyes on two or three other women in my life who I'm trying to 
be like them in some regard. So Galatians 6, 4, each one should test their own actions that they can take pride in themselves without comparing themselves to someone else for each one should carry their own load. So that's Galatians 6, four through five. And that has a lot of things tucked in there. If we're to really write that down and unpack that, we're to test our own actions. So it's always about a heart issue. And that's a characteristic of the Lord that we see throughout his word. And without comparing themselves to anyone else, carry your own load. So that presumes that you know what your load should be. Mm. And I have to look, it's like dumping out your purse and only putting in the important stuff again. And it's that kind of old way of looking at what is urgent versus important. And the important things are you feeling a sense of peace, feeling a sense of connectedness with Jesus and with your husband and your kids? Those are the important things. Now, the urgent is everything else. Yeah. You know, it's it's a crisis that comes up. Um, your, you know, car got in an accident like ours did last week and whatever. Those are urgent things. But the important are those things that give you rest and peace at the end of the day. Yeah. I love, yeah, Sarah's last point, um, or one of the last points that we're going to end on is just reserving time to connect with your husband each day. Right. You know, or yeah, whenever that is just, just connecting. I once, one of the first things my husband and I watched after I became a Christian when I was 29 was this, I don't remember even what it was called, but it was a DVD series. Hello. It was old, but it was good. And one of the things that they talked about was having couch time. And we've talked about it on the podcast. We've talked about it in the collective, but just literally, it doesn't mean you have to li- actually sit at a couch, but the idea is that in whenever in your day, when you're both at home together, that you're actually sitting and like looking at each other and talking, connecting, like, how was your day? What's going on with your parents? Did you get that thing? Um, hey, did you know that this blah, 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 um, just visiting and connecting and in that time, remember when we started, our kids were tiny and they'd be like, mom, I'm hungry or, you know, Bo hit me or whatever. And, um, I'm sorry, mom and dad are talking. It needs to wait. Obviously if you have a toddler or a baby, they'll come with you, right? You can't always just be like, bye. Mm -hmm. But, um, teaching your kids, like, I'm, I'm sorry, mom and dad are visiting that. Please wait. Um, you are interrupting us right now. Please, please wait. Um, like that mm-hmm. is disrespectful. <laughs> We're visiting, right? Um, anyway, so like that just teaching and then it becomes a thing that you do to again, back to routine, back to intentionality, just, just like sitting and chatting. It's just a big deal when at, there are so many needs pulling at your, pulling for your attention. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We do that too. Um, even throughout the week, if I notice Mark and I aren't connecting, then I drive to his office. We have lunch together. We've had lunch in his office. We've kind of done it in a picnic area. We've gone to a restaurant together, something to break up the routine and like grab each other and go, Hey, I love you. Right. And those can be times that we connect, but I've got to grab those because that connection time with him is so important. And if I let that go on, 
without connecting, then we're really at a disconnect and it takes time to come back. And P.S. I miss the guy. And like, it's really rich and fun. Um, I have heard maybe a teacher say, or I think it was at um, a children's museum I used to work at. She said, what's your high, your low and your funny. So sometimes we use that as a starter for a conversation around the dinner table, but we'll say that with each other. Like what's your high, low, funny. What was the best thing that happened to you today? What was something low or kind of made you sad or you questioned that? And what was something hilarious that happened? Mm -hmm. And sometimes if the kids don't have one of those, then we try, especially the funny, uh, try to create one real quick at the end of the day, Yeah, you know, so that we just have that time to connect together. Yes. Yes. So good. So good. Um, yeah. Thank you, Sarah, for your post. We love you. And always great. Yeah. It's also good. Well, at the end of every episode, uh, Kelly, we talk about something. She asks something, she brings something up, whatever. We never know what she's going to say. What are you, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> what is not in your lane as a mom that you're like, you know what? I totally stink at that and it's okay. Okay. Well, let me just get my scroll out here of all the things. Um, I'm not a great cook. So everything is really super simple. If it doesn't throw in, a, it's, if it's not thrown in the crock pot, I'm probably not going to make it. Um, our house is a disaster. Our junk drawer has spewed out into our entire house. So that's not in my lane of like organizing slash cleaning. Um, what else? Is, I'm not, I'm not um, creative. So like when we have a birthday party, we've talked about this on the podcast. I go to Walmart and get cupcakes that, that are pre-made. Um, yeah. Balloons are oh, questionable. May, may not have balloons. Probably not because our kids are older now. I, I'm just not a fun like party maker. I'm fun talking and like talking with people, but I don't like, I'm not going to like plan and think through all the things. I'm just like, Hey, we're just getting together. It's going to be great. Right. Right. Um, so those are like the first things that pop out at me. I'm not organized again, like in my thoughts. So like, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> more, of a, more of a free thinker. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> my, I literally, I don't know. I'm like, this is, oh my land. It's just comical. I'll like text my friends and the mom friends that I think that do have it, you know, together. I'm like, when it, when are we supposed to be at that thing? Or like, when is sign up or what's happening with summer league again? And like, what, right. time, you know, like, uh, can somebody please save me over here? Cause I don't know what's going on. Um, so that's me. Those are all not in my lane. What is right. in my lane are very few things. And I do know that. And that's where I stay. <laughs> there you go. And see, it's, we've got to know that. So like plants for me, seriously, bless you with the green thumbs and the growing and the whatnot. Okay. Fun fact, like, all, all of our plants are in the same area, almost all of them right now, because we are getting different flooring put in. So I, we had to put everything in this one room and it is hilarious because you can't even see our TV. There's all these plants anyway. Yeah, I'm super proud. I have one that is doing well. And then I have some plastic plants. Sorry, it just happens, okay. right? And, gar and gardening, bless you with the tomatoes. You know who you are. I don't do tomatoes. I don't have you to. Started them, you started them months ago. Okay. <laughs> you know how to do this. Seeds, plants growing, put them outside. No. Wind makes some the stem you, stronger. I don't know. Right. All these things. Right. You made, your, I made meals from your gardens and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love you. And 
those are, and I like cannot keep my kids' haircut schedule straight. Like it is the craziest thing, or even like my haircuts, like bless that the person who does our hair is like a, a family friend. She'll kind of gently text like, so I'll see you on Thursday. I'm like, Thursday, what? And it's seriously every five weeks, you would think at some point I would begin, uh, but I don't know. It's just, I think she gives me such grace that I've allowed it to just be like, it's fine. I kind of don't remember that. She's going to remind me. And we're all so funny. And right? this is this is me because I'm a seven on the Enneagram. So when I get my hair done, she's like, would you like to schedule your next appointment? I'm like, not really. I don't really want to. I kind of want to wait to see when I'm going to feel like getting it done. So I don't right. even schedule it because it just feels confining. Like then I have to like, <gasps> you know, just right. Weird. I kind of feel that too. Or then it's like when I do feel like it and then I call her and she's like, yeah, it's going to be another week and a half. I'm like, dang it. Like this is the ongoing conversation, right? And then I'm I'm prone to like overdo it. Like our oldest just had a birthday party. I'm like, so what do you want to do? Do you want to, you know, go to the trampoline park? You want to do this? I'm thinking, what colors do you want? Theme it all out. Like I used to plan events professionally, right? And I'm already thinking through the designs I could make. And he's like, no, I really don't want anything. I don't want a cake. I don't want anything. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then then I realized I was like, oh, yeah, it can't be more for me than it is for him. I was like, OK, that's fine. What do you want? Yeah. And he ended up having like a Nerf gun party at our house. And I did get like some plates from Dollar Tree. OK, that said happy birthday. But the last rest, I just like let go. Yeah, because sometimes I don't do well. Like I want to just overdo it yeah. because it's fun. Yeah. In the, at one point and then it like slays you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So I have a couple tips. Um, one of the things that um, means the most and that I learned from you is relationships, right? And so relationships are sometimes supported by gifts and things that you do. So the whole last minute birthday party thing, or I need a gift for so-and-so kind of drove me nutty. And so a couple years ago, I figured out by gender neutral gifts for boy or girl for the ages of my kids, and I have like six of them. So here you go. Well, it's the Jello Play Dirt Dessert Kit. Okay. Oh, I don't yes. buy the one that is for summer. I buy this because it is all year round, babe. And yes. you know what we do with this? We slap a bow on that and you can go to a birthday party in a matter of seconds. That's I mean, if we're you know, showing off, I'll throw it in or the kids will throw it in a bag because I've yeah. also put all those bags at their level and tissues. And they throw it in a bag and voila, it's a consumable gift. It's an activity. So I think the moms like it and it's consumable. It's not more stuff in your house. And guess what? It's done. And then I don't overspend either, but I like seriously bought up like six of these. Okay. It's called okay. Jello what? Dirt cake? Yeah. Jello like dirt cake thing. So it's obviously for elementary age, but like middle school right here, you get you some pop beads, like go through Michael's like, especially clearance section, you know, and change of seasons, pop beads, super fun. Um, but I have a couple packages of them so that I'm not overwhelmed or like, dag nabbit, that party is in a couple of hours and now I got to go. And then I go to the store and overspend and yeah. it's never anything I want. That's so smart. I give, I give journals or sketch pads. Like I have a stack of them so that you can give those to any age. Like yeah. you can throw a, 
a thing of um, markers on there or colored pencils. This is good for like a girlfriend or a teenager, a high schooler, right? This is one that um, I created with a poem on it and it goes with our seasons thing. So he is my spring, my hope. He is my summer, my joy. He is my fall, my provider. And he is my winter, my comfort. Because one thing we didn't talk about was finding better balance. Really, as I look at scripture, God's an all-consuming God. So Mm -hmm. I don't believe that we're ever supposed to find balance. And I think a lot Mm -hmm. of times in our world, it can be this struggle like you to balance means I still do all the things well. I might drop some things off my list, but that implies that I'm doing this part and God's doing this part and it's balanced. And really in God's economy, that he's all consuming in that if everything we do aligns under him, that's where we're going to find the balance. So quit making it this scale and make it into one single uh, aspiration that we do in our lives. That if we are centered in the Lord, then the rest is going to take care of itself. We can't add things onto that because then it starts to become two different things. Does it make sense? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, ladies, we're proud of you. You're doing the thing. You're caring for your people. You are working at home, wherever you are. And we love you. And we're so grateful that you take time to listen. Um, We hear some from some of you and thank you for reaching out. You can reach out to us at any time. If you right. need a Bible, we'd love to send you one. You can email us uh, at info at a wife like me.com. You can find us on Instagram, just a wife like me. You can head over to a wife like me.com and find all of our free research resources over there as well. But we just want to thank you for being with us. And Kelly, thank you for being with us, of course, again. Um, we will see you back next week for an all new episode of the Wife Like Me podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye.